Good morning on a Monday morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Hey, listen, I brought you the best this week to start out your Monday. So wherever you're traveling to, wherever you're going to, we're going to talk today with some of my friends, Dale and Joe. We're going to talk Orioles baseball. It's long overdue. These guys are crazy started. So I'm excited to have you on. So fellas, how you doing? Joe, Dale, how you guys doing? Great. Doing good. Doing good. Let's get it done, man. So let's start. Joe, we'll start with you. Um, right. Did you expect this kind of start from the Orioles? No, not really. I was I was hoping we get through this month at five hundred or maybe below five hundred, but here we are. Yeah. What What about you, Dale? Uh, I expected us to start off pretty hot, uh, uh, but it was a little soft to start off. I was expecting them to be, you know, slightly above five hundred. But uh, they're doing, yeah, they're doing uh, better than I expected. Yeah, nineteen and nine, right? Yep. And I, on the it's the best start podcast, ever. Apparently, yeah. that's what I just read today. Like the best April ever. So, they, listen, I like on the predictions podcast. I'm thinking, watch out for the Orioles. I didn't expect them to start out nineteen and nine, though. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's amazing. Um. So who are your standouts, Dale? Who what kind of who's standing out to you as you start? And then Joe, same question. Um, for me, um, I would say uh, it has to start off with Jorge Mateo. He he was already look from a town that in my lifetime punched out Belanger, um, you know, Ripken, Bordick, Cardi. You know we've had great uh, shortstops along the way. I haven't seen anyone play a better shortstop than Jorge Mateo uh, as he as he did last year, and now he's hitting the cover off the ball. He's hitting like over three fifty. I think he hit a six home run today. Um, not uh, not expected, and with his speed, it's a game changer. Like he's he's just a, a joy to watch, uh, and so I'm glad because there was some talk that they might not, you know, bring him back because they have so many good prospects at shortstop. So I. I don't know what um, Cano, who came up from the minors as a, a reliever, um, the yeah. only guy that got on base in like 23 appearances is the guy that he drilled. Uh, so he hasn't walked or, um, or, you know, no one's gotten a hit uh, off of him. So uh, I think those would be my two standouts. And Rushman, of course, has done pretty good to start. What do you, what about you, Joe? What do you think, Joe? Uh, I think you stole both of mine. So, uh, <laughs> I want to say Cano first, then Mateo. So I'm going to flip flop yep. a little bit. You know, <laughs> you guys from coming up uh-huh. last year, you know, we didn't expect Felix uh, to do what he did. We traded a all star closer and we got, mm-hmm. you know, we got Felix to just step right on in. So it that is huge, you know, just pumping out those, uh, the, the bullpen because I really did expect the bullpen to do what they're doing. So I'm happy. And, you know, Mateo just, well, uh, I got the, the stats. That, oh. That's my, that's my two, two guys also. So I'm going to throw, throw two more at you guys. Cause I, this year in fantasy baseball, I got, uh, I, I got in my regular league and then I got roped into another league that, that Joe was smart enough to get out of. But um, uh-huh. by the way, Joe, 
that league organizer, the one that was talking all this stuff, yeah, first uh-huh. week I annihilated him, twelve to three. <laughs> it was like, all right, Chris. Nice. <laughs> but I got two more to add to you guys. Um, I love the fact that Cedric Mullins is running like crazy. This dude's got eleven stolen bases. Mullins is is mm-hmm. like moving. And let's not forget about Kyle Gibson. Four and start. ERA is a little high. It's close to four, but whatever. 27 strikeouts, four and Um, Your bullpen is staying hot, which uh, I did an interview last week that aired last week with a guy who um, worked for Tommy Lasorda in double A. And he said, in today's game, you can't go anywhere without a bullpen. And you guys have a bullpen. And so, I mean, I, I got to give a little bit of love to Kyle Gibson and a little bit of love to Cedric Mullins, too. I mean, wouldn't you think that's a little fair? That's like, I mean, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, and Danny Kaloum, or uh, however you pronounce the last name, he's been lights, like completely lights out, and that was kind of unexpected, too, I think. I mean, he was a last-minute signing, and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's, just, there's a lot of guys that are just doing solid. And um, it's exciting. It is. It is. So, so Joe, what do you think about small ball? Is small ball helping you win games? I mean, you guys are, you guys have as a team a bazillion stolen bases already. Now, just just to give both of you fellas right kind of a lead into that, the 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 stolen base numbers right now, the MLB is going to set a a record for most stolen bases ever in a season because people are running it with the pitch clock and bigger bases and things like that. But is small ball helping you guys? Are you guys playing it? Well, what, give me some thoughts on small ball. Yeah, I definitely think it's helping us. Uh, we got, you know, Jorge, we got said even to an extent, maybe Austin Hayes got a little bit. Kind of reminds me of the, uh, 2014 2015 Kansas City Royals team we're, we're doing that small ball like they did and just going to the bullpen you know and let the bullpen finish off uh what the starters started yeah. uh Dale what about you let's talk small ball yeah absolutely uh Mullins and and um uh, Mateo like uh, tied for the league uh, lead last year and, and steals they're gonna be out there again and said stole another one today um and so we were already prepared for that, or we're already kind of built that way. Uh, we won a game. I don't know where we had, you know, a couple steal, you know, a couple sacrifice bunts and like three sacrifice flies in the game. So we, we scored five runs, and so so we won a game almost completely by small small ball in that game without getting a ton of hits or home runs. The good news is that we can win. We're built to win. I think we're going to be, you know, top third of the league for sure in home runs as well. So we're not, you know, we don't have to only rely on small ball. We uh, we got some guys with some pop too. Like that, we talk about Cedric uh, Mullins and Jorge Mateo. Um, Cedric out and play small and and Mateo's right up there with home runs and steals. And uh, so, yeah, so team speed all around. Like Rushman's fast for a catcher, I think. He's not. You know, the fastest guy is fast. Mountcastle surprisingly fast. Frazier is can actually has some good wheels uh, when and he's playing at second. 
Gunnar Henderson is fast, really fast. Austin yep. Hayes, like you said, Joe, like that really, you know, throughout most of the lineup, they got some speed. That doesn't always translate into stolen bases, but they can go first to third and uh, do it and do a lot of things second to home on on things. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, I've watched a lot of baseball this year, and what's interesting to me is how good a team is translates into whether or not they can A, defend against small ball, and B, play small ball. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody on this podcast knows I'm a Dodger fan. I've literally watched the Dodgers lose three games because this season because either A, they can't play small ball, or B, they don't know how to defend against a bunch. And I don't know about you boys, but we all played baseball growing up. The first thing that they teach you is how to defend against a bunt, where to go, depending on what position you're in. And yep. everybody's moving. And I've literally watched the Dodgers lose two games to the Diamondbacks, believe it or not. Um, the I mean, Diamondbacks were fast. Yeah. And they they are they're a quick team. And what I like about your team on the small ball side is you guys are you guys can play small ball. You can go yard like Dale mentioned. But you guys are athletic, um, yeah. and no disrespect to anybody in the MLB because everybody in the MLB is athletic, even the catcher for Toronto, um, <laughs> Kirk. Um, but the uh, hey, if you hear this, Kirk, man, I'm just kidding. I'll buy you a cheeseburger. Come to Southern California, I'll buy you a cheese. I'll buy you two. Um, but the uh, what's interesting to me about um, that is you guys are athletic, which means you're going to beat the teams that are expecting to play the long ball, right? They want the five-run home run. You guys are athletic enough, like Dale said, go to first to third. You know, yeah. on a, you know, if you're moving on a pitch, and even if the play's in front of you, a, a ground ball to center field, your guy can go first to third because you guys are athletic, whereas mm-hmm. some teams aren't built that way, right? You're not going to see uh, John Carlo, I can't yeah. play a jersey that fits Yeah, yeah no. What's that? Go ahead, Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, and not it's not just uh, the stolen bases, but the fear of the stolen bases. I've seen a lot of pitchers go 2-0 on the next batter just because they're, you know, distracted by uh, by our base runners. And and it, and it gives uh, the batters behind them a lot a lot better opportunities. So there's all kinds of good things that can come from, you know, just kind of playing that way. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Okay. So, Dale, start me out. Uh, start me out on your thoughts about the AL East. Obviously, Tampa Bay is showing something that we didn't think was going to happen. But talk to me about the AL East. Well, yeah. I mean, I think everything is going to come back around. Uh, it was a beautiful day to, day to see the, the, uh, the Red Sox and the Yankees tied at the bot basement of the, uh, the AL East. Um, <laughs> it's a very exciting day. Um, Sorry, Sarah, if you're actually, listening to this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I actually think that I'm it's going to... I think it's going to end up that way too. I yeah, um, Sarah, yeah, poor Sarah, but yeah, I don't think Boston's going to be in it. And if New York doesn't get healthy, they're not going to be in it either. Um, and, you know, although you know, if they do get healthy, the Yankees are the Yankees, and they they could always stick around. But I mean, I think Toronto might leapfrog uh, us in Tampa in the month of May a little bit. Um, but then when we start playing each other, it'll be really interesting down the stretch. Uh, I think all. You know, I think it's possible the Boston still does finish over 500. And that we'll be all three of the wild card spots. Yeah, what do you think, Joe? I think, I think they'll hit it right on the head with all that. Uh, you know, Boston might have a notoriously slow start, but for some reason, 
they'll start doing some Boston things. I mean, they'll have to uh, get their bullpen in order. But uh, the Yankees get healthier. They're always a threat. Tampa, for some reason, they, they know how to pick and choose whatever trades they go. They passed like 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they every every person they trade off, they'll, they'll get somebody to fill in and be even freaking better. Uh, and Toronto is still, I mean, Toronto is Toronto. They got the pedigree with all the, uh, you know, former MLB stars, their, their kids. It should be the Toronto juniors. Yeah. I mean, not, not the Blue Jays because they got, you know, all the, all the kids there and they'll, they know how to play ball. They just, it stinks, but that's how it is. And, uh, I think the O's have that chemistry because everybody's going through the system together right now. And you're seeing that. You saw him down. Woke. And, you know, they're building the winning culture down there. Now they're bringing that winning culture up to in, uh, into the bigs. And it's just, that's something that you really can't teach how they gel. You either gel and they could, they all want to see each other succeed. Some teams, you know, they don't want to see each other succeed. They're just there for the paycheck. But I think... Our team wants to see everybody, you know, get that money, but they want to see everybody. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You guys have an interesting division, too. I, I said it at the start that this was going to be the division to watch. I don't know if you guys know this, but you're the only division in Major League Baseball that has everybody in the division over 500, and everybody has a plus minus that's positive. You're the wow. only division in baseball. And I mean, it, the Rays have a plus minus of plus 103. That's sickening, but yeah, yeah, it's great. But you guys have plus minus of 25, positive 25. And that's their difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's just absolutely like this division is just, it's all kinds of baddie. But I love what you said, Joe, about these boys kind of came up together and they're that nucleus. They are. What it looks like is they're a lot like the Yankees of the early 2000s, where you had a bunch of the guys that came up together, grew up in the system together, come up together. And I suspect not only this season, but you guys are going to be good for probably the next five, eight, ten seasons um, because you have that nucleus. And it's going to be easier for you guys to recruit talent in the offseason and or the trade deadline because you're showing, you know, winning ways. You're not trying to recruit to – Oakland slash Las Vegas, where you're six and twenty-three, right? It's a little, <laughs> a little bit different of a ball game. Yeah. So, um, okay, Joe. Final question, and then Dale, I'm going to ask you this final question too. This is going to be fun. Um, actually, I'm going to read you the uh, this coming month's schedule. You got KC three, then you go to Atlanta. Then you're at home with Tampa Bay Pirates and the Angels. Then you go to the Blue Jays and Yankees, host the Rangers and Guardians. Okay, so that's a that's a pretty unique schedule. Most of those teams are above 500, if not all of them, with the exception of Kansas City. Um, so here's the question: With this start, Joe, where do you think? Just crystal ball it. Do you think you finish in a playoff position? Where do you think you finish this year? I think we we take a wild card wild card spot. I don't think we're 
we're on the cusp of winning, winning division. But if Tampa keeps on playing with how they're playing, I think we because we were right on the cusp of getting that wild card spot. I think we're taking that next step. I mean, positive scene this month and how we're doing. Uh, all we got to do, we got to wait for these dog days, though. It's still early in the season. The dog days, June, July, August, and the home stretch in September. That's where we really got to start. Keep on taking the series, take two or three, maybe two or four, split the series. You got to play over 500. And that's, you know, that's what we got to keep on doing. But I think it's the wild card. Okay. Okay. What, what, what do you think, Joe? Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I totally agree, Joe. Uh, I think I think we're going to be there close uh, in, in the division race, but probably finish a, a couple games below uh, outside of that. Uh, but I think we'll be in the wild card, probably in the you know first or second spot. Uh, I anticipate uh, that's what I hope. I think you know I'm hoping that we just go 500 this month and kind of tread water, uh, but then we can open it up a little bit. The good news for the Orioles, I feel, is one. Last year when you had me on, I was. Menting base and um, you know you know we didn't really have you know, a DH at the time um, and and third base was a question uh, this year I don't feel like that at all I feel like we are stacked uh, you know one through nine and we got a major league ready prospect legit prospect at almost every position that can step up and play major league baseball at, at an adequate level down to Norfolk so that's a huge thing also I think right now our starting pitching is probably our weak spot but we have. Um, Cole Irvin, who we signed in the offseason down at AAA, and we're hoping we, he gets things figured out. Um, D.L. Hall has, has an electric arm. If they get him on track. Uh, and, and then John Means was our, our ace before he went out with Tommy John surgery, so we'll get him back in, in July. Um, so, so yeah, and, and you know, so I, I think there's a, a legitimate reasons for us to be very excited. And, and as you said, uh, Bill, you know, we're so stacked through through uh, the minor leagues that uh, this, this should be able to continue on going forward for, for many years. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, you guys are awesome. I love watching, I, I love watching historic teams make good things happen. So yesterday on the Around the Diamond episode, we always, Sam and I always will go through st- uh, stats, injury reports, standings. And then we'll pick two topics. And our to- one of our topics yesterday was, was are the Orioles and the Pirates the real deal? <laughs> and we both agreed that they are. <laughs> like, you guys are the real deal now. Granted, that's the 1979 World Series all over again. The, yeah. the <laughs> only thing that's going to be, the only thing that might keep you out of the playoffs, which I don't think it does, 19-9, and nine, if you can win series going forward, and only go on maybe one five-game losing streak, you know, on an occasional one or two-game, obviously three-game, but never more than a five-game losing streak at all the rest of the season. There's no way that you guys don't finish with at least 85 to 90 wins. The question is going to be is what does Boston do? What does New York do? What does Toronto do, right? Um, I'm not worried about the Central Mm -hmm. Division, and I'm not worried about the West because the West will probably get won by Houston um, again. And – you know, uh, Texas Rangers are learning what DeGrom's all about since he's now on the IL again or thereabouts on the cusp of it and Corey Seager's out. So, uh, listen, it, I think 
all three wild card teams are going to come from your division. It's just a question of can you guys stand one, right? Yep. So, yeah, well, yeah, and that means, and that I think with this, but so sorry, I'm sorry, there. Sarah. <laughs> not sorry, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe. <laughs> not sorry, Sarah. Not sorry, Sarah. Yeah. She lives closer to you than me, so you're gonna have to deal with it, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, guys, uh, give me a get both of you. Give me a thirty second wrap up. I guess we'll start with uh, Dale. Give me a thirty second wrap up on anything else that we haven't talked about about the Orioles. Because I'm I'm gonna have you guys on again, and we're gonna redo this around the All Star break, just to kind of see how things are really playing out because it's April, right? Everything, anything can happen, right? It, I mean, part of the reason why the Dodgers are terrible right now is because they don't know how to keep their hands off their wives at the All-Star break. Everybody's on the paternity list right now. Fellas, touch your wives right before yeah. <laughs> right before spring training, okay? <laughs> then all the babies are born in November and December, okay? Forget this whole All-Star <laughs> break thing. Come on! I mean, we had four yeah. guys at one point on a paternity list, but you guys anything can happen. And I, I always say this, I never want injuries because I want your best team on the field when my best team is on the field. Right. I mean, who wants to beat up on, you know, the Padres are stacked. Who wants to beat up on the Padres when Machado and Tatis and Musgrove and all those guys are out. You want the full gamut. You want the full thing. So um, Joe, or I'm sorry, uh, Dale, start us out. Anything else, 30, 45 seconds that you want to talk about, about the O's and then, Joe, you take it away, and I'll wrap us up. Yeah, I, I'm just excited about the season. I, I think we can even get a lot better. That some people that we expected more from haven't haven't been on quite yet, but they probably will be. Gunnar Henderson was expected to, to be up there with rookie of the, rookie of the year. I've been incredibly impressed by his plate discipline, but he hasn't been hitting really yet. Uh, uh, Anthony Santander, who's been you know, Was the Orioles last year hasn't done much, so I expect him to uh, to light it up. And truthfully, the two scariest people to me in the bullpen have been um, the Mountain and oh, who am I? What's his name? The left-hander. Uh, per- oh, Cionel. Yeah, Cionel Perez. Yeah, he's been, and I expect him to fully kind of get on track here. Uh, and then we have Tate and Michael Givens coming at some point. I don't know where they're going to put him or who's going to get sent down, but. Um, those are two great, great ball. What do you say, Joe? Uh, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Grayson Rodriguez with his first major league win the other day. Mm-hmm. So we got we yeah. got that, and he looks like he's getting his confidence. He's getting his uh, feet under him now. His first yeah. few starts were kind of kind of shaky. Uh, yeah. And also, look out! Look out for Joey Ortiz coming up. That's that's he's 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 my sleeper pick. I think he's going to do some big things for us. He'll, yeah, I you know he's going to step. And that's it. You know, boys, you you've nailed it. You guys have, barring any major catastrophe happening this month, you guys should be in the ballpark of about thirty-five wins after two months, thirty-five to forty wins after two months, mm-hmm. and that's. That's a wonderful ballpark to be playing in. That's a fantastic area to be playing in. So hats off to you guys. And and the Orioles are fun to watch. They're The best part about it is a lot of these guys, like I've said before, they're not nationally known. It's not, 
you know, Kyle Gibson and the Orioles are coming to town against the Bronx Bombers or, you know, something like that. It's just these guys sneak in and like little snakes and they bite you and then they walk away and they just, and you don't realize it, which is great. And a lot of these guys are going to be nationally known here real quick. Yeah, but Bill, you know what? You made a good point earlier. and it was, They're very similar to the Yankees group that you mentioned. They were like that too. The Orioles were stacked. We had all-stars in every position, but that Yankees group that came up together um, just really gelled and, and, and were really good. When uh, You know, you talk about you, Jeter and Mariano Rivera and Pettit and, uh, you know, all those guys. Posada. Uh, get along well. Just a lot of good – they picked – I'm just very pleased with the picks they made. Not only good baseball players, but good character guys, and they seem to really enjoy playing together and should should be able to do that for a long time. Yep. Yeah, I hope so. It's good for baseball when you have – you know, there's certain teams that, that, again, it's good for baseball when they're good because of their history, right? Um, you know, no disrespect right now to, to either of these two clubs, but if, if you had an Oakland, um, an Oakland, Colorado World Series, who's watching that outside of Oakland and Denver? Right. But the Orioles get back into the playoffs and they make a, a solid run. Guys, I mean, it's it's an awesome thing. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited just to watch your division. I, I find myself watching your division almost every night and go, <laughs> OK, who's what's going on here? What's going on here? And I'll look and I'll go, wow, the Orioles beat up on the Tigers. OK, the Tigers are terrible. OK, that's good. Uh, well, the Orioles just played or, you know, yada, yada, yada. So I'm looking forward to the series against Tampa Bay to see you guys mm -hmm. host Tampa Bay. And if you guys can take two out of three out of that, yeah, now you're cooking with something good. And we're going. It was Garrett, Joe, how do you feel? I was like, I'm watching. Um, we we keep winning, and I look, and that four out of the five teams win every night, it seems like. It's like you, would, you, don't, you don't go anywhere in the standings because they're all winning. Oh, no. it, is, it is frustrating, especially seeing Tampa, Tampa go. I mean. I know. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Boys, I can I can feel your pain because two years ago when the Dodgers won 111 games and came in second place, or 110 games and came in second place to the Giants, That's I'm tough. like, can these guys just lose? Yeah. <laughs> That's when you when you win 110 games and you come in second West. place, yep. you're, West. You're, you're, yeah, you're allowed to be upset, That's right? Yeah. <laughs> can these guys yeah. just lose? And then back then it was a one game wild card, right? So we had to play, uh, yep. uh, uh, we had to play the Cardinals. And so, what happens if you just have an off day? All of a sudden, 110 wins means nothing. Yep. Yeah. 88 win team beats you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> My wife is sitting there, but baseball's not fair. And I'm like, it's not meant to be fair. It's no. you know, it's meant to compete, and it's a very unforgiving sport. It just is, you know. And, and no how no matter how cruelly it treats you, you always come back for more. Yep. <laughs> That's the truth. Ain't that the truth? All right. Well, top fan rivalry followers. These are my these are my buddies, Dale. These are my buddies, Joe. They these guys are great. They're Oriole fans. They've been on before. We love having them on. Um, we're gonna get them on again around the all-star break. I'm so excited to watch their team. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I just it makes me happy. Um, so fellas, thanks for joining us today. Uh, I really appreciate you taking time out Monday morning, right before everything starts. Uh, they are tagged in Instagram. 
Um, so please make sure that you're following them on Instagram as well. Don't do it right now if you're driving or commuting anywhere. I don't want to be a party to some accident, somebody going to work because they're trying to follow somebody. But, you know, at least uh, check out these guys' profiles. And and Joe does a lot with baseball cards. And so if you're a wax pack guy, you are going to love some of the stuff that he can pull out. So, boys, again, Dale, Joe, thank you so much for being on on a Monday. We appreciate it. Let's do it again, yeah? Thanks, Bill. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Go A's. There you go. Go A's. Yeah. <laughs>